Talk Live, the live Sunday episode. You may dial in toll-free, and you can take control of the airwaves here. The number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian here. Richard Rich. And Mark. And, of course, you can bring up anything that you want. Uh, Mark, you uh, your, your laptop is dead, but you did have a story that you wanted to talk about uh, last night, and we never got to it. I think we teased it on the air about this Elizabeth Warren uh, she's one of the Democratic candidates for president. She says she's got a plan. In to, case y'all didn't know, she says she. There's a lot of these candidates, so I, mean, I know, I, but I, I don't follow it. She's closely. one of the bigger ones. Uh, plan on guns to reduce gun deaths by eighty percent. She claims that's a hell of a claim. Eighty percent. I mean, it's not it's not as specific as it could be, but it's a big number. But you got to talk. You got to promise big if you're a politician. Gun I mean, crime is. She's going to reduce gun crime by eighty percent, not gun deaths, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, because most of gun deaths are suicides. It's going to be gun crime. Uh, I don't know. That was a story you brought in, so we can get into that. Uh, plus, Richie, you brought in a very strange story about people who don't wash. Yep. And non-bathers. Yeah, and I kind of feel like that's just so unusual. I feel like we should start with that one here okay. tonight because, you know, we've talked a lot about gun control and, and that's an issue that will come up again and again in, in the future. We can get into it later. But I want to know about people who actually have quit taking showers. <laughs> I presume that's who we're talking about here, right? Well, it's quite a hobby, not bathing. Yeah, well, it, sa- it saves you like, you know, 15, 20 minutes a night if you didn't, you know. Right, all 15, as, or, right. Hey. Uh, 15 or 20 minutes of my best time during my day, <laughs> mind you, being in the shower. So, uh, I don't smell. Meet the people who have stopped washing. This is the interesting part, right? The, the subheadline. A growing number of people are eschewing soap and trusting bacteria to do the job instead. And an entire industry has sprung up to accommodate them. So, industry? I mean, meaning people who want to sell them stuff. Like Probably. what? Yeah, I mean, you like clearly they don't need soap, shampoo. Sure, yeah, and and I'll there was I don't want to say like a period of time, but I do you know like the the whole like dreadlock culture mm-hmm. for hair is like really not washing your hair like that's how you get dreadlocks as I understand it yeah that's yeah. how that works and then salt water you know tightens the dreads and whatever so it's not and I don't think you know that is a particularly uh, smelly. Just like when I'm hanging out with people that have dreadlocks or like the one dread, I'm not like offended by the smell of their hair. So, it's yeah, not, you know, I haven't noticed that either uh, any smell, but that's different because you can you still get your hair wet. Sure. You know. Yeah. And uh, we'll get I imagine it. these people that don't bathe are actually not bathing. They're not going in the shower and just getting wet. They're just not doing anything. Parsley. OK, so let's hear. Yeah. OK. David Whitlock has not showered or bathed. In 15 years. All right. So showered or, or bathed, bathed in 15 years. Got it. Yet he does not have body odor. Did someone check that? I'm sure. I'm. That's the thing, right? I'm sure someone would have mentioned it to him at some point, unless he doesn't go out. No, no. See, this is the thing is, is that the reporter ring, ring. Hi, David. I'd like to do an interview with you over the phone. Yeah. Oh, was it in person or smell? was it over the phone? Uh, you see, I'll trust the reporter. If the reporter goes in and said, Dave, lift up the arm. You claim you don't smell. I just well, after to... 15 years, you wouldn't have to lift the arm up. I mean, in theory, you should be able to smell it emanating from wherever. It's, right. Yeah. You because know. that's a that's a big thing, and like the the uh, convention circles and the video game circles, 
is don't come into the convention with your obnoxious, I've been in my parents' basement for a month body odor. <laughs> is that a thing? It's a thing, right? You know, do, they give out, uh, do they give out deodorant in like the gift bags at the start of the convention? They pro- that I don't know. But I do <laughs> know that- Sponsored by Old Spice. <laughs> some of it is like the warning sign, you know, no no foul body odors. Have you been to one of these big video game conventions? Uh, I have not. I wish there were more. Then how do you here. know it's a thing? Look at this video game. Look at this butt crack. Well, <laughs> look at this gamer. Because because I read a lot of articles. You just heard that. Yeah, okay. No, I read the articles. And go it's like, a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem, it's a problem okay. at video game conventions. It's mm-hmm. a problem at uh, you know tournaments. What about what, like Star Trek conventions? I would imagine it'd be worse. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, I've I'm been to comic book conventions. There have been, been Trekkies there, and I have... I don't recall any incidents, but I do remember a guy who would come into the comic book store that we Stick commented on him. Up. Yeah, we really yeah. did. Yeah, we commented on did him. Did you ever say anything to him? Um, like, dude, you can't come in like this? No. You're, you're running all the other customers out of the store. But his... Uh, well, he he went to New College, uh, which I know of it's a which, hippie college of which I know you are familiar, yeah. because you and I are from the same place, yep. Sarasota, Florida. Yep. And he his what do you call them? <laughs> what do you call fellow students? Two of them worked yeah. at the comic book store at the time, and I remember the description. One of them lived down the hall from. I think him you would dormitory. call them comrades. Comrades, yes, <laughs> his comrades. <laughs> um, he lived down the hallway from him, and he said, "Yeah, he." I don't know if he bathes, but he somehow wets himself in the morning. Mm. <laughs> so that there's a double entendre yes. to that. Yeah, spritzes it on. All right. Uh, it was kind of strange for the first few months, but after that, I stopped missing it. He said, "If I get a specific part of my body dirty, then I will wash that specific part. Sure, but never with soap, uh, as well as germs. Soap get rid gets rid of the skin's protective oils and alters its pH level." So although Whitlock appreciates gaining an extra 15 minutes a day from soap dodging, his pri- <laughs> see, told you it's about 15 minutes. His primary motivation was to encourage friendly microbes to live on him in symbiotic harmony. The bacteria gets to feast on the ammonia from his sweat, and he gets low-maintenance, balanced skin. Uh, just an awareness. It sounds too good to be true. Well, we'd... We want to start an experiment. I am. I, I find it to be fascinating. Like if you could get away with not using all these various different products that you know they want you to use, and it and it actually somehow works. Like, and I don't know if they get into this in the story because it is a pretty detailed piece. Because I'm curious, is there like a long period of where you have to stink real bad in order to like even out somehow? And like, does it? I don't get it because. I would assume so because you know if you don't shower for a few days, it's going to get bad. To yeah, right. but yeah. but again, like I'll go back to the hair because I don't. I've never had dreadlocks, and I don't have any right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you could dread that beard. I, I'm waiting for it, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? I product the beard, right? I got shampoo and yeah, conditioner. Okay. Skip the head. Um, well, I, I can see you're firmly in the clutches of big soap. Yes, absolutely. But, it's Ian trying to break free from No, I'm big fascinated soap. by it. I mean, I I enjoy taking a shower or whatever, but if you could avoid it, it is a time saver, right? But here's the thing. I, I, my, um, my, look, my time isn't quite that valuable. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, there's, there's, there's some things I'm willing to just go crazy and spend some time on, and bathing is one of them. Mm-hmm. One of the products that I used as a kid, because my dad you know, had a, like, a little tube of it after he showered, Right, was a little tube of like VO5 hair oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And you put on the hair oil, right, to re oil your hair. 
And why do you need to do that? Because you're washing. Because you just washed all that natural oils out. Yep. So, you know, you think you get, you wash all the oils out, then you put another product to re-oil it, or you just don't wash the natural oils out, and then you just, that's how your hair, you know, stays preen and shine, and if you comb it and brush it and take care of it in other ways aside from washing out See, all the now, natural oils. See, now, when I was a kid, um, I was skipping the hair washing part of the shower, basically, and my parents figured it out because my hair got really oily and looked terrible. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like an, a desirable effect. Well, like, it as, looks bad once it gets really oily. An ex-co-host here on the show, Stephanie Murphy, stopped washing her hair. Now, that means she didn't stop washing her body. That means uh-huh. she stopped running water through her hair. She just stopped using so, product on uh-huh. her hair. And she has amazing hair. It's that kind of, like, you know, Curly. pretty tight curls, uh-huh. but not quite, you know, an afro kind of uh, wave to it. And she it, it went to sort of more, I don't know oily looking so wait she ran bad. water through it but just didn't use product didn't use product uh-huh. uh but you know for me so what her claim was is that she um you know more or less her hair you, first it gets oily and then it gets sort of normalizes really? after that because huh. your body no longer overproduces it that's to, the overproduce uh, that's the term see. she used yeah yeah, yeah. All I, right. I can imagine that yeah. tell me more all right uh just an awareness of the importance of the gut mic- microbium has led to a boom in probiotic and fermented foods and supplements. There's an increased interest in our skin microbium, the trillions of microbes that protect us from pathogens and keep us healthy by making vitamins and other useful chemicals. You can turn your body into a bottle of kombucha. (laughs) 855-450-FREE. We're going to learn more about this. Are you one of these people? If you're out there and you don't... You know, do you go into the Stop shower? Stop fermenting and give us a call. Yeah, 1-855-450-3733. That's 855. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. The toll-free number if you want to join us here. Especially if you want to tell us about your bathing habits. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Because we're talking about people who've called it quits on uh, soaping themselves basically or maybe even getting in the shower at all the guy said he hadn't bathed or showered in 15 years but will wash a dirty part yes it becomes dirty whatever that means um so we're going to get into more about people who are kind of allowing their the claim i guess is that they're allowing their bodies uh microbes was it to somehow fight off the bad microbes it's i it's, it's symbiotic relationship with the bacterial and microbes that. Yeah, it's hard to believe that uh, you wouldn't be stinky if you didn't shower, but I guess the argument is it's that it's the showering that makes you stink down the line because of the imbalance that it is. Right, so it beats them back, then they grow, um, especially if they they're sweating back with stuff, they grow back with a, you know, basically. they have to, to refill. I mean, I suppose it's possible. I don't, I don't have an answer. I do know that uh, I hung out with a, a sort of a hippie clique for a little while, and one of the gals had decided she was going to stop bathing, and um, people, some people claimed about her odor. I never noticed anything, but they I They claimed have, she didn't have an odor, no, or no. she did have an odor? They, they complained about her complained, odor. Complained, I see. So if you want to join us, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Now, whether or not you're going to... Stop taking showers. You ought to continue brushing your teeth. Yeah, that's important. You um, don't want the you're not you're not going to come to a happy balance with the uh, the biome in your mouth. But the good news is there are some. There's really great product from. Uh, you my might Magic actually, Mud. if you uh, you know, if you consume the right foods mm-hmm. all the time, you might come to a better balance in your mouth because it's the sugars and stuff that really get you. 
Well, my Magic Mud's a completely natural product. Yeah. It's black tooth powder. It's made of charcoalized coconut shells and bentonite clay. So you do get away from that sort of mega corporate chemical-based stuff uh, that we all grew up with. This is clinically proven to whiten teeth. Mark, you are uh, you swear by the product. I use their toothpaste. I think it's great. Right. I like uh, cleanliness inside and out, and I think oral health is important. It's probably the most important thing that you can have in your life because oral health means a long life. It means uh, it means hanging out with the people you want to hang out with because nobody likes to hang out with somebody with a gross mouth. And you can get it at a bunch of different health food stores like Sprouts, CVS, Natural Grocers, and even Walmart's Natural Beauty Aisle. But why bother going out when you can just go to MyMagicMud.com and then use code FTL20. That's FTL like Free Talk Live. Code FTL20 to save 20% off of your order at MyMagicMud.com. Just go ahead and get it. It is a great product. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody who was disappointed. I mean, we've had a bunch of co-hosts. No. Uh, try it, and they honestly love the love the product. Yeah. So. Have you ever heard me endorse a product like this? If no. you listen, if you only listen to one thing I say, buy my magic mud at mymagicmud.com with code FTL twenty. All right, Richie, let's keep this thing going. What, All right, where were we on this story? And this uh, is the guard. Is this the Guardian? Uh, yes, the Guardian. Okay, yep. okay. Uh, making vitamins and other useful chemicals is where we left off. That's why you don't want to get rid of those things uh, in this unprecedentedly sanitized era in which eczema, acne, and problems associated with dry skin are rife, consumers are hungry for solutions. Even the mainstream brave Dove claims vaguely that its products are microbiome gentle, whatever that means. Hmm. Uh, Sarah Ballantine, a medical biophysicist turned author and lifestyle guru known as the Paleo Mom, has been an advocate of living in a more Stone Age, quote-unquote, way, since reaching a healthy weight after adopting the paleo diet. She, too, uses only water to wash, even though she is at the gym sweating buckets. Well, hold on. Now, the dermatologist told me years ago to not use a whole bunch of soap to wash. Uh, basically, don't the, the whole take a, a wash rag, rub it on a bar of soap, and then soap your whole body up thing, mm-hmm. that he's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that? Don't do that. And what was he suggesting you do instead? Rub spots that are dirty. Like these people apparently do. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't use soap on my body either. Huh. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't for many, many years. I mean, 20 years, Ian? I was, so you're one of these people then? I guess. I mean, I'm, I don't think so. <laughs> Come to find out. So, okay. <laughs> my, my plan is simple and, and, and very easy, right? I, I use some shampoo on my head, yeah. and then I take the extra shampoo and rub it on my face and shave. Yeah. I then take the extra of the shampoo that I have left from my head, and I stick it in the spots that stink, right? Huh. And... Um, you know, so it goes in the pits, it goes in, you know, all the creases. And other than that, I just sort of rub hmm. spots, mm-hmm. try to get in between the toes because some stuff will uh, accumulate there. But you just use yeah. water and it comes out. So here's my general understanding. So you're like a half, halfway. I guess. You're kind of halfway to the, these full on. Never considered no it. No soapers. But I still have eczema. <laughs> here's my general understanding of how you get things clean, right? Whether it's uh, clothes or dishes, because you know I've, I've been a dishwasher and I still work. In you got to have some friction to get something clean. That's the thing. Yeah. What actually cleans products yeah. is hot water and scrubbing. Right, right. All the soap does is create an environment that relieves the hot water uh, and the friction, you know, from from uh, occurring when you're doing the scrubbing. 
Right. So, so soap, uh, soap uh, chemically binds to things. Right. Um, it, it's a, what, what are they, is that covalent? I don't know. I shouldn't be talking about chemistry that I took uh, courses that I took 30 mm-hmm. years ago. But um, And it, then rinses it, it away. Right. It, it, it'll bond to, to dirt in the, and then you can, it's easier to sort of rub off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, try to, try cleaning something with soap, try cleaning without, and you'll see yeah, the value of soap. Right, but you can you know again from from working in a kitchen, you can also but clean things, pots and pans yeah. without soap. Things that are made of metal and yeah. out of made, things that are made of glass, they're yeah. pretty non-porous, so it's hard to get them uh, to, to things to sort of stick in the cracks. Now you know some you can bake on some stuff that you need to soak off, but sure. you're going to need to do that with the. You, you get or one not. of those metal uh, scrubbers. That'll yeah, take right. That right out. What's well, softer? That's, that's scraping it off. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's softer, the pan or your hand? <laughs> they're gloves. both rubbing they against. The metal that. thing, <laughs> but even when you're cleaning your body, right? You're scraping off, you know, you're scraping off layers skin of cells. dirt skin anyway. Yeah. So right. the, the the soap in this case is just an added, you know, an added benefit. But you can you can clean with hot water and enough scrubbing. Mm-hmm. So in Mark's okay. case, without the soap, yeah, you got the stinky spots, and you scrub off enough of whatever's over there. Whether or not you're using soap is irrelevant if you if you do a good enough job with the with the motion of scrubbing. I see. Let's All go right. on. All right. Uh, she uses coconut oil to shave, and that's it. Uh, over time, my skin has adjusted. I don't smell. She is working on a book about the human microbiome, and it's convincing her odor-free armpits are a sign that her skin microbiome is healthy. Hmm. Jackie Hong, a reporter in Yukon, Northwest Canada, has eschewed soap in the shower for nine years. I use my hands to scrub myself and get off any grime, but I'm sitting in court or at my desk most days, so it's not like I'm getting bombarded with filth. She is curious to go without soap after an artist told her he hadn't lathered up in 20 years. Uh, she said she saves time and money and needs a lot less body lotion. Well, I mean, that I don't know what you're spending on lotion in a given month, but I can't imagine it's a heck of a lot. Uh, lotion, a lot of women are into their lotion. Yeah, but lotion at Walmart, I mean, when you're getting the Vaseline intensive care or whatever. Maybe they're getting some fancy 250 stuff. 250 for a big tub a of it. shop or something. I don't know. Yeah, they could be. Lotion's one of those things you can spend as much as you want. Yeah. I mean, they'll tell you whatever lies you'd like to hear about your lotion in order to sell you a $50 thing of lotion. How uh, long, what I want to know is how long you have to go being really stinky before this stuff starts. Starts to even out. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. It is Free Talk Live. Is oral health important to you? If you don't like your own teeth, fresh breath, or kissing people, then by all means, stop listening. Several years ago, I met Jessica Armand, founder and CEO of My Magic Mud, and I became passionate about the product that she created and never want to live without it. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth, but I find it does much more. They want you to love My Magic Mud as much as I do, so they're giving you a money-back guarantee plus 20% off. Go to MyMagicMud.com and use coupon code FTL20 at checkout. MyMagicMud.com, FTL20. It's Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, if you want to join us here. We're talking about uh, cleanliness. We're talking about habits of washing certain parts versus not. Some people say they haven't actually used soap in decades. And they say that it actually works for them. That uh, it somehow creates a... 
a, a natural skin condition with whatever microbes that fight off bad microbes or something. I'm not a scientist. It I don't all know sounds like hooey works. to me. But, but yet you say you're, but like, you're one of them. It turns out I'm one of these people. Yeah. <laughs> what a revelation that was. <laughs> I didn't realize it. <laughs> so if you want to comment, you can join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. And uh, I want you to know about Liberty.menu. If you are an individual who rejects the initiation of force and agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, you ought to get on over to Liberty.menu where you can list the business that you're in, the digital content that you create, the event that you might be involved in organizing or promoting. All of those things are categories that you can list over at Liberty.menu. There's a handy map that will show you physical locations of freedom-friendly businesses. If you care about Liberty, you ought to be listed over at Liberty. Dot menu And by the way, it is free to use Liberty.menu, although there are some upgrades available for your listings. If you feel like it, uh, you can throw a few bucks at the site and get those upgrades. Plus, you can use code FTL on your listener or on your user profile, rather, and that will indicate that you are a Free Talk Live listener. It's Liberty.menu because there is a bit of a social networking aspect and, of course, ratings and reviews. That's Liberty.menu as we continue here. Let's go to your calls and thoughts, and then you've got more from the story uh, Richie, on these folks who are done with bathing. They say it's counterproductive. Let's go to Michael in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? So I wanted to comment on the uh, story of these people who aren't showering for 15, 20 years, whatever. Yeah. Well, they some of um, them are saying they're not using soap, but they are still getting under hot rinse. water. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. That's and I feel like that's a big difference. Um, Me too. Yeah. So with soap, well, yeah, it does bind. Um, like I want to say Mark said, um, scrubbing works just as well. Uh, I'm not nearly as extreme as these people, but I'll go two weeks and I've had no issues. If anything, I've gotten rid of my severe eczema. It's impressive stuff. So you said you'll go to the phone kind of cut out. You said two weeks. Yeah, two weeks about. And yeah. without doing what in that two week period, what are you not doing or doing that would be different from a normal plan? I won't do like a full rub everything kind of shower. I'll I mean, still go under hot water and all that. But hold on. So just meaning you won't scrub with no soap, or you won't scrub with soap, but you'll scrub. I'll scrub, but I won't use soap. Okay, gotcha. And you said two weeks and it clears up some of the skin conditions you were having. Yeah, yeah. I have really bad eczema on my arms and it's cleared it out. Yeah, this is, I had some kind of uh, rash, and it, this was 20 years ago. Went to the dermatologist. He took a little uh, sample of it. like poke, It's like, like, like a, I don't even know, a hole punch into my skin. <laughs> took a, took a uh, sample of it. He yeah. said, yeah, this is some dry skin. This is what we call a dermatitis, son. Hmm. And, the, you know, his prescription for this was stop using soap. <laughs> and I haven't used soap in that area generally and you know if it's if it if it doesn't if it doesn't grow hair uh-huh. i haven't rubbed it in with soap in, in a long time and i don't really that that spot cleared up long ago i don't wow. even think about it anymore see and, but you exercise you do jujitsu classes and you get all sweaty there and still sure just wash and scrub it's just sweat i yeah. mean it's just water well, as a matter of fact sweat doesn't stink it's the things that eat the sweat that stink when they die and there's short little lifespans huh 
So that's interesting. So it's actually the smell of death on you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, anything else you want to share tonight? Uh, no, I think you guys just about covered it. Thanks for the experience. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's I eight- can't believe I'm sitting here being the proponent of alternative lifestyle. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I am so not the proponent of alternative lifestyles. <laughs> just just so happens that you're living one. Yeah, uh, with, yeah without turns really out. Knowing. Yeah. Well, our chat room definitely has some opinions that I can't really share on the air <laughs> about this. If you want to jump into certainly our... certainly words that you cannot use on the air. Our Discord server, you can go to discord.lrn.fm and you can join in there. The folks hang out in there and chat about stuff uh, basically 24-7. All right, well, what else? Because there's, there's a lot to this story. There's a lot. So now we get to some expert uh, opinions here. There's nothing wrong with If just, you haven't used soap in 15 years, I'm going to consider you an expert on the, the subject, because that's a long so time. So people who do use soap are experts in, in bathing with soap? <laughs> this, this is a dermatologist. Uh, Sandy Snotnicki, a Toronto-based dermatologist and the author of the 2018 book Beyond Soap. Uh, I've talked to people who haven't used any kind of detergent in years, and they're perfectly fine. She says that since 1950, we have gone from bathing once a week to every day. Hmm. Has that changed our skin microbiome? I think the answer is yes. I can't see how it wouldn't. Yeah. And has that caused... By the way, anytime anybody uses the term microbiome, I'm presuming they're lying. Just go ahead. Okay. Do you want me to stop using... (laughs) No, no, I don't care. You're just reading. (laughs) And that has caused a rise is inflammatory skin diseases. I think the answer is yes, but we don't know. Uh, For Whitlock, a former chemical engineer based in Cambridge, Massachusetts, not washing has been serious science experiment. Cambridge, Mass. That just screams Democrat. Because those are the ones that don't wash? Yes. Are Democrats more likely to not use soap? Yes. Says the registered Republican. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, Not washing has been a serious science experiment, the success of which has led him to become a trailblazer in a skincare revolution in soap-free, microbiome-friendly, and probiotic products. Jeez, I hope that's not on his business card. Hmm. Pioneer in soap-free micro. What, what, what the blood? Well, this okay. So this is where it's going to get. I don't know if I'm going to get to answer your initial question of how long does it take because mm-hmm. I, I read ahead a little bit and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see it. Um, his inspiration came from researching why horses roll in dirt. His conclusion. To top up their ammonia metabolizing bacteria, making the skin less susceptible to infection. Okay. Whitlock had I would have thought it was to give the, you know, parasites hell. Whitlock had hoped that he would naturally acquire this type of bacteria simply by stopping washing. And he didn't he, roll in dirt? Well, no, yeah. So he didn't roll in dirt. However, this is where they get science, science experimenting. He didn't and grew If he didn't quite, roll in dirt, it doesn't sound like science to me. Well, he, he the, the the science experiment was why horses did it to, to get this ammonia metabolizing bacteria. Uh, here's the, the only thing that comes up for you, Ian. He didn't and grew quite pongy, which is that a term for stinky? Yeah, I had to look that up during the break. Okay, yeah, basic, basically it's, pungent and strong smelling. Must be British slang. I I don't I even guess because it's the Guardian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he harvested bacteria from the soil at a local farm and fed them with ammonia and minerals. When they turned the ammonia into nitrate, he knew he had what he wanted and started narrowing them down to a single strain that seemed happiest on human skin. After he applied the bacteria he had cultured, the stuff the horses were apparently after, he stopped smelling. 
So there you go. Wow. So the the way to get rid of the smell of not bathing is to buy his product. Buy his product. It's genius. (laughs) Absolute genius. Now, do you have to use it for the rest of your life or just for like a week while it evens out your biome thing? No, it's going to live there and it's going to reproduce. If it's happy, um, then it's going to be there for a while. Uh And then you may have to, uh, you know, go back and spritz it up every once in a while. But no, I'd say Mark just killed his market. Hmm. After co-founding the company AO Biome in 2013, Whitlock launched it as a spray, Mother Dirt AO Plus Mist, billed as containing ammonia. Mother oth- Dirt is the name that's, of the product. That's what it says. Mother Dirt, <laughs> Mother Dirt, dirt AO on Plus you. Mist, billed as containing <laughs> ammonia oxidizing bacteria, a peacekeeper that once existed on our skin but was cleaned away with modern hygiene and lifestyle. Wow. Eight fifty five four fifty free. Uh, 855-450-3733. One of uh, our chatters says, do they hang out with the flat earthers? (laughs) I don't know, Mark. Do you? (laughs) You can join us here if you want to share your thoughts on not using soap. It's Free Talk Live. Yep, it's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. Coming up, a uh, gun control proposal made by a Democratic candidate for president. We can get into the details on that. Uh, with you here tonight, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. We're talking about this uh, strange story that maybe a more people agree with this than I realize. As it turns out, Mark here in the studio uh, says he hasn't used soap regularly uh, across your whole body, at least for many years. Um, you you will use it as is that right in certain parts on the parts that stink. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but that's it. Right. I just take the shampoo off the top of my head and rub it in those spots. So you don't even use soap. Soap. You just use the shampoo. You don't have anything extra beyond. Well, shampoo beyond is that. soap. Yeah. Sure. It's detergent. Yeah. I um, use a washcloth on my feet. Okay. But it doesn't have soap on it. Got it. And, uh, Richie, you've been sharing the story from The Guardian that's, you know, interviewing a variety of people who are kind of into this, I don't know if you want to call it a culture or thing. that Lifestyle. They, lifestyle, yeah. Um, so tell us more. All right. So well, now we're getting into, like, the, the products that these people use in lieu of. Um, as most people still want to take showers and purchase nice products for their skin, the Mother Dirt range now includes hair, face, and body washes free from preservatives and detergents. Um, Michelle Strutton, a global beauty analyst at the research firm Mintel, says that while probiotic skincare has a low market share, it has increased more than 300% from 2015 to 2019. Impressive. I wouldn't doubt it either. It's a good idea. Hmm. So it's definitely an area that's this worth is a, this is this will sell okay oh it so, is that's the thing yeah the the uh, as opposed to hey let's all of us stop taking showers okay that is an idea that doesn't sell yeah, let's, I don't think it would sell, sell. With, with many people <laughs> let's do the things that we currently do and exchange them for products that are designed scientifically of course you know you can always watch for these terms but you know the guy claims so you know products that are designed actually to be good for our skin as opposed to uh, sort of retrofitting things to solve problems that are created by using bunches of detergents that we should have been using in the first place oh yeah read read the read the ingredients on your shampoo bottle versus what whatever mother dirt mm. is carrying 
uh, just as just as you would read the ingredients on your toothpaste. Yes, right before using uh, my magic mud. Going to be endorsing Mother Earth next week. This could be if they hey, <laughs> if they call up for an advertisement. I'm sure they'll talk. You'll talk to them. Uh, for example, the French band brand, excuse me, uh, Gallionet uses lactobacillus bacteria deactivated by heat, while Le Fleur, a U.S. brand soon to launch in the U.K., suspends microbes in a gel matrix. What exactly makes Sounds a product? Sounds really fancy. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's what sells. Gel matrix. <laughs> what exactly makes a product microbe, microbiome friendly or probiotic, however, can be hard to pin down. Yeah, this is yeah. Mm, just as Probably easily. a bunch of BS in yeah. this category. Be cow poop, yeah. Well, that's why he said well, if you use the term microbiome, forget it. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. There isn't a whole lot of def- definition for things like natural probiotics, says Kit Wallen-Russell, the co-founder of the British startup Jumo. Uh, oh, we need the government to come in and make a bunch of rules. That's what the organic people did. They regretted it. Mm. Yep. And here you go. There's no regulation in the <laughs> cosmetics industry. <laughs> it's <laughs> like anarchy. <laughs> which means it's the Wild West for companies saying their products do certain things. You'd think the Wild West would have been bad historically for like murders and stuff like that. No, no. Turns out not so You much. know what's bad? Places uh, in the United States that have gun control. Yeah. Yeah, those are bad. Okay. Baltimore, Chicago. Yeah. We can talk about that when we get into that article. LA. Yeah, we can get there. Okay. Because Hawaii is a very special case. Uh, you can't even hunt a hog there. Right. But, okay, we'll get into it later. Jumo's products do contain live cultures, but they are preservative-free, and Wallen Russell says, creates the conditions for mic- mi- uh, microbes to be attracted from the environment. Hard evidence is lacking in this field. Mm-hmm. There are no studies demonstrating the negative effects of soap or overwashing. Really? Don't know. That's what. Who's going to pay for it? Certainly not the dial. <laughs> Ivory, Ivory comes out. Dove comes out yeah. with a new article. Hey, you don't really need this stuff. Mother Earth is the only one that's going to benefit from it, and they can't afford it. Right. Huh. It sounds like some people just say and pass around like, well, that makes sense to me. Says Julie Segri, a senior investigator in microbial genomics at the National Institute of Health in the U.S. She says there is limited medical evidence for the efficacy of skincare targeting the microbiome. Well, there's one. I mean, look, I sure it would be great to have medical evidence. But if it's indeed true that these people, you know, if they're not BSing you, you know, if they're telling the truth when they say I haven't used soap in 15 years and you're able to sit three feet away from them and not smell Oh, this horrible stench, then that's that's some pretty strong personal evidence right there, if yeah. that's true. Well, and it's also something that's easily easily uh, duplicated in your own personal life, right? You can you, you could can, try it. You could try sure. it for as long as you think you can get away with it or tolerate mm-hmm. it, or until someone goes, "Bro, you got to stop. You got to yeah. stop yeah. doing this, right?" Yeah. So and you're then not you go, getting, "You're not getting into our bed that right. way." Mm-hmm. But it, but or it, coming into my house. But as soon as my ammonia levels on my skin get rid of the stench, right? Then all of a sudden it's okay. Spray some Windex on there. That'll take care of it. For breeze. Uh, My position is there is a lot of promise in this field, but we need a lot more basic science. Uh, Even her own clinical work with childhood eczema, she says there is a long way to go before microbes could become part of medical intervention, although that is not to say there is no potential. Uh, Segri singles out the possibilities of prebiotic ingredients, where you where you put creams on your skin that can help the beneficial microbes grow. Mm-hmm. Mm. While Mother Dirt, as a cosmetic brand, makes no health claims, 
Its owner, AO Biome, is a pharmaceutical company running clinical trials on a surprising array of treatments, not only acne, eczema, and rosacea, uh, but also allergic rhinitis, hypertension, and migraine. So they're hoping that their products can help people with acne. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that's been a struggle for so many people. I mean, at not just young ages, but even older yeah. uh, ages. And uh, you know, a lot of the theories of that is that your your skin's getting clogged, so you need to clean it. But they're saying maybe uh, they've got a different approach. Yeah, and I, I've never had a big problem with acne, but I remember all the, you know the treatments that were used was like alcohol based that dries up your skin mm-hmm. even more to yep. you know to dry it out and clean it out and did you know I don't. Didn't didn't seem like the results were there with the people who had acne. They seemed to yeah, always didn't, have acne and, and always none of it helped me. Um, whatever you know, various different treatments I tried when I was a teenager and even into my twenties, it cleared for me after I moved to New Hampshire. Okay, so I don't know if it had to do with the humidity down south or what it was, but like it just went away. Well, I know my. Uh, my wife is having skin issues since mm-hmm. we've made the move mm. um, because of the lack of humidity here. I like, see. Uh, her, you know, natural skin, whatever, uh, was more acclimated to the Hawaiian climate uh, than here. So we have we now have like a humidifier oh, to wow. help her out, um, and she's got you know all kinds of products. And me, me, I nothing. I I didn't use products back home. I don't use anything now. Aside from the you know the basics, you know, soap and water. And that so is there is there more that you thought was worth sharing in this in this story? I mean, because you know, I don't know if there's I don't know if we're getting off into the weeds uh, too much here. No, we can. Like I said, nothing answered your question as yeah. to how far aside from using his product. Um, so if, if you got if you want to move on, that that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I I still am curious to know you know for from people that have gone through this process because um, I find it fascinating. I mean, you know, if I could avoid. St- Having to soap up the entire my entire body in the shower yeah. that would save a minute or whatever. I mean, it doesn't take that sure. long to do it. But if it is actually somehow damaging, I mean, I I'm grateful that I don't have any skin conditions of which to speak. Sure. But it's certainly possible that one could uh, develop one from having dried out skin. From yeah, and I know for for me, I you know I I bathe uh, regularly, not necessarily every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I also uh, avoid deodorants. For the most part, you do or don't avoid. I do avoid. You like, do. Avoid I don't. Them. I don't wear scents on mm-hmm. a regular basis, um, but occasionally before coming to the studio, I will spritz. Hmm. And my wife goes, well, well, "What are you spritzing for? Like, who are you trying to impress?" Ooh. Right. Exactly. I go, Mark. I'm in, a, I'm in a room full of dudes, man, and I don't want to be the guy that stinks and gets kicked out of the room. So, <laughs> I use the uh, deodorant uh, product underarms, but that's it. Yeah. That's about it. Like Mark said, you, you clean where it's dirty and smelly. Yeah. So you spray where it's dirty and smelly. I suspect these people don't do that either. I mean, this the article, at least the portions we went through, didn't get into that. But they didn't specifically address, oh, do you also use this other chemical product, this de- deodorant? I would assume they don't. because one of I the bet things, they don't either. Yeah, because one of the things he said is he developed it because after not bathing, mm-hmm. he was unable to get rid of the smell, that, you know, that pungent scent, until he got his ammonia levels in check with... His newly created AO Biome Mother Dirt product. It just sounds, uh, it sounds too good to be true, but then maybe we've just all been lied to our whole lives about soap. Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can share your thoughts with us here. Plus, we can talk about gun control on the way and the end of Mad Magazine. 
It's a Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of this live Sunday edition of the program with you in the studio tonight. It's Ian. Richard Rich. And Mark. And uh, we were talking about bodily washing habits and such, but we're going to get into gun control coming up here. You're certainly still welcome to bring up. Uh, whatever happens to be on your mind. Mark, you'd had a story. I I do have it pulled up here. Thank goodness. Um, Elizabeth Warren, one of the Democratic candidates for president, says she's got a plan to reduce gun deaths by 80%. Now, of course, it's easy to make any kind of promises when you are a politician because the bigger the I promise... Have a, I have a plan to reduce gun deaths by 81%. <laughs> I, I've already put on Facebook that I am promising anyone who votes for me for president one Bitcoin if I win. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts here, though. First, to start things out this hour... We're actually going to our Discord call-in lines, which, by the way, allow you to call in and sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio. Just go to discord.lrn.fm. You'll find the top four rooms on our chat server there. Our voice rooms called the on-air call-in lines. Just pick one of them, join that room, and we will join you there. And you'll be on the air with us like Red Devil is in Montana. Go ahead, Red Devil. Yeah, so I got you guys are all talking about these natural uh, remedies and things like that, soaps and all that. Mm-hmm. So I work in... Uh, I'm a pesticide applicator here in Missoula. I do, like, lawn fertilization and, uh, you know, spraying weeds and everything. And we're, my company, it's gone into a more of a definitely organic side. And the thing is, though, is you start looking at some of these products, uh, even the organic ones that got chemicals like eugenol and stuff like that. And that stuff will, like, it's, it's pretty dangerous stuff. Like, you get it in your eyes, you go blind kind of stuff. Yikes. But I've got the best idea. Because working in lawns, you find out what kills weeds the best just dog urine so i feel <laughs> really? like somebody needs to come out with a you know just concentrated dog urine and weed spray i mean people would love it and they'd buy it up so if anybody's got a dog kennel out there start your own business man what's so do you know what the got. chemical what's the chemical in the dog urine that causes that come sure they can make a derivative of well, that actually well actually it's just the nitrogen in the dog urine that burns the stuff so if you notice like on lawns and everything You'll have a dead patch, and then around it is super green and growing. Yeah, which that's nitrogen, which is pretty much just fertilizer. So, so I thought that it was I mean, dog get, poop that caused the, uh, the those brown spots in lawns. Oh no, no, it's it's dog urine for sure. Okay. I mean, also dogs run on stuff and everything, but female dogs they hear the worst. But huh. that's you know what you hear. So, All right. yeah, if anybody's got any kennels out there. You could just bottle that stuff and sell it next round. <laughs> it works for the gamer girls online. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, uh, Red Devil. I appreciate See, it. Then you had to go say the things about the, the gamer girls online. I was just I just had my joke, them bitches got bad urine, right, about female dogs. Being and bitches, then yeah. you 
uh, you know, had to mention the gamer girls. And that Are you saying my whole... joke was better than, than yours? No, I'm <laughs> saying it derailed mine. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe you'll have another chance. Yeah, maybe I will. Uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren introduced this, according to NPR.org, a sweeping gun control plan on Saturday with the goal of reducing gun deaths by 80% through executive action and legislation. Because that's always stopped people from using guns. That's that's clearly going to just keep making laws. That'll uh, stop the criminals. She says, you've got to start with a goal. I haven't heard anybody else talk about a goal. She said that's in- fair. I'll say that that's fair. It's it's never about the goal. It's about the methods used to achieve that goal that usually give me pause. Well, don't worry. She'll give you pause. Right. I want the goal she has is 80 uh, percent less gun crime. Yes. I'm down. Yeah. The NPR Politics podcast, she was interviewed on that. She told them, quote, what I've heard them talk about is here's one thing we'll do and one thing we'll do and one thing we'll do and then we'll quit, unquote. Announcing her plan, Warren said the first step toward meeting her goal is immediate administrative action, which includes a range of ideas such as requiring background checks. Pretty sure they already do that, don't they? Yeah, I thought the federal government required background checks. I guess that's only for new gun sales, right? Right, so it could be the trying to close the gun show loophole, right? Which I went to a gun show recently and they, they... You can do that as a felon, go to a gun show? Well, they didn't. They didn't check me at the door, hmm. <laughs> and you just can't pick up any of the merchandise. I did not. Okay. Um. The, so there was this gun show loophole or whatever, and that the idea is is that somehow you can buy a gun. I don't know, like convicted felon can walk into a gun show. I can assure you that is not the case. I asked the guy. So what happens if I decide to get to call this? Uh, to buy this gun he's like we go right over there we call the you know whatever we run your background and Uh blah 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 and then you you know if we if it comes back bad that guy over there arrests you and off you go if it comes back good you walk out with your gun Hmm. i'm already disappointed now i gotta look at private sales yeah don't buy i would never buy a a gun on the books uh, just because you know why would you want to let the government know i wouldn't that's why i don't never understood why somebody i guess the reason why some people do it is because they want to get a very specific gun, and they can't okay. find that gun on the you know the normal right. If you want a nineteen eleven, you can absolutely get it. You right, because there's I mean, a ton of them. Right, right. There's a ton of them, and uh, you know they're they're a fine weapon. The, the guys that have them swear by them. They they work forever, and you know when you run out of bullets, you can always whip that heavy ass thing at them. <laughs> she says here, uh, so she wants to do background checks, investigate the NRA. And <laughs> the most gun-friendly advocate group on the planet. No, nah, they're not the most gun-friendly. No, nah, probably like gun owners no, of America. I'm just joking. Uh, and revoking licenses for gun dealers who break the law. Gun dealers break the law. I mean, I probably you know you don't fill out the form just right or something. If you know, like with the like with the tax form, if you don't put the check in the right box, uh, you've broken the law. Gun dealers are not running around trying to give guns to felons. No, I they're mean, not. They're it's not. it's ridiculous. Uh, she's also reiterating her desire to eliminate the filibuster to pass gun legislation, citing the fact that a majority of Americans support gun restrictions. And her belief that gun control could pass in the Senate. Quote, we got to have a leader who's willing to stand up to the gun lobby and say no more and to take away one of their principal tools, which is the filibuster. So that's certain people will get up and talk, basically, to somehow stop gun legislation from right. So she is a senator Mm -hmm. and uh, she knows how the filibuster works and all that stuff. Uh, Rules have changed in the Senate recently, so I wouldn't claim to know everything about uh, what's going on there. But. You know, the the both sides are angry when their stuff isn't getting done. 
But when they change the rules to benefit them, what they're doing is they're benefiting the other side that's going to get the stuff they want to get. So the Senate is, uh, you know, this this very traditional body that has held up legislation of all sorts for a long time. Could she make it so that you can't filibuster just on gun legislation? Is no. that what she's saying? She can't. She's trying to end the filibuster entirely. Then, yeah, she's using she's using this catastrophe to end the thing that irritates her, which is the filibuster. Warren's going beyond some of the more commonly discussed ideas, such as stricter background checks or a ban on assault weapons. Her plan also calls for creating a federal licensing system. They don't already have. Oh, I guess the licenses right now are for the gun shops, not for the gun owners. Right, gun owners get their licenses from the state. Gun owners do. Yes. Yeah. Right. In states that require it. Uh, right. And so what happens if you're a Democrat from Massachusetts is like, this is outrageous that the people go across the border in New Hampshire, buy a gun, return here, and then we can't do anything about it. Well, they can. They'll arrest you in Massachusetts if you've got a gun well, without a government permit. If they catch you yeah. with a gun. Well, they do it. <laughs> they, yes, caught, they, do. Uh, they caught nobody. One of our co-hosts with a gun down there once, and they uh, he lucked out because he only... Had to, he took a plea and basically forfeited the gun. So they got a free gun from him, basically, and that was the end of that. Yeah. Uh, going on here, she says she wants to not only create a federal licensing system, but also limit the number of firearms someone could buy, raise the minimum age to no 21. No collectors, then. <laughs> yep, raising the minimum age to 21 for purchasing a gun, holding gun manufacturers liable, uh, presumably for the use of those guns, which yeah, is insane. Well, then That's let's, extraordinarily egregious. Yeah, then, then we'll, let's, we'll just start holding car companies liable for accidents. The toll-free number here tonight, if you want to join us, is 855-450-FREE. That's uh, 855-450-3733. Especially if you lawyer's are... solution is suing somebody. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> surprise! <laughs> so if you are a gun control advocate and you want to weigh in, give us your opinion on what should be done... Um, because all of the things the government has done thus far, you know, have had no effect. Because, well, guess what? Crazy people are going to do whatever they want to do. And they're going to find the guns if that's what they want to find. Or if you can't get guns, they'll build bombs. Or something. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Good luck restricting all of the materials from which a bomb could be made. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We've got the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. If you want to jump into those, you'll sound really great with you here in the studio tonight. It's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. I want to tell you about godarkbags.com slash FTL. This is a product, uh, it's a newer advertiser here on Free Talk Live. For those of you who, and for good reason, might be concerned with being tracked on and by your smartphone. Because guess what? When you put your phone into airplane mode, and I didn't know this until uh, I learned about it from the folks over at Go Dark Bags, is that apparently in airplane mode, your phone is still keeping track of your location. And then once you take it off of airplane mode, all that data gets transmitted back to Google or whoever it is that would be wanting to uh, to keep track of that sort of thing. So what do you do? How is it that uh, you can, you know, can you protect yourself from that knowledge uh, getting out there? And Godark Bags has the solution. You go to godarkbags.com. 
slash FTL, and you can get your Faraday bag from Godark Bags. And then you just pop your phone in there whenever you want to be off the grid, so to speak. I suppose you could turn your phone off, but then you have to trust the people that um, are tracking you while you're in airplane mode to, you know, that a phone that is act off is actually off. Yeah, a lot of devices say they're off, but you don't really know. You can't know. even remove the batteries many from phones, mode. Yeah, many phones don't allow you to remove the battery. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a fine solution. Maybe it's not. GoDarkBags.com slash FTL. As we continue here, we've got the story here on Elizabeth Warren, uh, who's a Democratic candidate for president. She's saying she wants to reduce gun deaths by 80 percent and says she's got a plan uh, that involves cracking down on uh, the dealers, holding them, holding gun manufacturers liable which is just absolutely insane. There's a Supreme Court ruling that's coming through on this right now that's really? going to definitively say one way or the other mm-hmm. as to whether or not gun manufacturers can be held liable. But at this point, all of the case law, and I don't care if you're president, I don't care if you're the, the Speaker of the House, I don't care who you think you are uh, in the United States the case law that matters is the Supreme Court. You know, the, the rulings that matter are the Supreme Courts. She's not running for chief justice. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, are you confident the Supreme Court's going to come down with a positive ruling in favor of gun rights? I actually, I'm, I'm confident that they will, not, they will come down with a positive ruling for gun manufacturers. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You think so? Okay. Um, look, what's America good at? Blowing Pro- people into little bitty pieces. Mm-hmm. Protecting industry. These are the organizations that yeah. do it. Hmm. And now, they make handguns, but they make a lot of these people make handguns for the military, well, too. Well, right. The gun manufacturers, they would, if they were going to make gun manufacturers liable for the usage of those guns, they would exempt their own agencies. So, that, you know, anybody, any gun manufacturer selling to the military wouldn't be held liable for any of the murders committed by, you know, the military men. All, look, a lot of these gun manufacturers are selling to the military. I know that. So... Like the different army. That's what I'm saying. Units. They would have an exemption for that. A military exemption to right. being held liable. So if they were, if they were, if if it was ruled that they would be I, held liable, saying, right, for I, a private person killing another person, yeah. But then there would be an exemption in whatever law or ruling or whatever where there'd be a carve out. Like, yeah, well, you can have the government can go and mass murder with your guns and you wouldn't be held liable for that. Yeah, absolutely, man. But that doesn't change the fact that the companies that make the guns will still go out of business whether or not they go out of business because the people got blown up or got killed by uh, a government agent or by an individual. You don't think they could stay in business with just the government buying their guns? No. Not the big ones. Not 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 all of them. No, hmm. there would be a huge amount of attrition. The United States is a what about international gigantic sales? A market for handgun sales. What about international sales? No, I don't. Hmm. Do you think the litigation towards the gun manufacturers would be that significant? Yes, they- I do. Uh, look, are we talking about all the gun manufacturers or some of the gun manufacturers? Absolutely, some gun manufacturers. Well, they would be able to discriminate in theory. There They'd are have to target Belgian them gun manufacturers. Okay. Well, yeah, so, they can't regulate that. But they manu- But they sell most of their handguns in the United States mm-hmm. or to militaries. Let's talk to Larry. He's in Evansville, Indiana, listening, I believe, on WGBF. Hello, Larry. Hello. Hey, you're Thanks on the air. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, before I make a comment about gun, uh, this gun control thing, Elizabeth Warren. Um, not that I'm correcting you, but I'm correcting a common mistake, Ian. 
that when people talk about, you'd mentioned that uh, Elizabeth Warren was a Democratic candidate. Um, they often put Democratic in front of everything they use because uh, the Democratic Party, the Democratic movement, all those types of things, she is a Democrat because the, the trick of using Democratic in front of all those things is that they make it sound like it's big, small D democracy, and it's not. They might as well say, uh, like, uh, democratic socialism. They might as well say democratic tyranny, because all, all the only difference between socialism and, and democratic socialism is the ballot box, which they are seeking to control as well. Um, I don't know if you want to, you know, if you agree with that or not. But so you uh, think that the term democratic lends uh, some somehow softens yeah. cover? Well, people te- people t- typically say that the United States is a democracy. Yeah, right? I mean, so if you if you believe in majority rules and you have, but it is a republic, and whatever. saying that it's a republican, a, a republic as opposed to a democracy, I don't know. I mean, to me, I guess neither one of these terms really has is is it's it's not a uh, it's not a compliment whenever I use either of those terms. Sure. Well, I I agree. I mean, you know, and not to cause any kind of argument between anybody yeah. here, I happen to be a constitutional conservative, but that's I'm not a Democrat or or, right, right. or a Republican. Concerning this gun control, um, we have to look back in time. They're following such old, I'll say, advice. And there's two specific quotes. One, one goes this way. Cause the registration of all firearms on some pretext with the view of confiscating them and leaving the population defenseless. Another is this. A system of licensing and registration is the perfect device to deny gun ownership to, here's the key word, bourgeoisie. Those two, those two quotes came from Vladimir Lenin. Mm. Yeah, these and are not new ideas. That's for sure. Even, even if the federal government takes and says, no, we're going to give, which is kind of a Republican uh, concept right now, of taking block grants or grants given to the state and having them work out their own system, there will be some sort of federal level, uh, over, as they call it, quote, unquote, oversight or management of this, so they, FBI and, and other organizations, uh, would have access to these state registries. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to let the, let the states do this, I'll call it an experiment, by themselves, because they have control over that, because the states would be getting grants from the federal government. Therefore, they would hold some, they would claim to some form of authority over the way that they're used or the information uh, that um, those that have would have access to the information that the states would generate through the registration of these guns. Well, yet another argument to uh, secede now from the United <laughs> States. Thank you, Larry, for the call tonight. I appreciate or not it. Take the grant money. That's well, a step in the right direction. That's what New Hampshire did with seatbelts. It's the only state in the union where adults don't have to wear seatbelts. Right. You can call that nullification of the federal government. In that basically. case, it's really nothing. It, they just didn't take the grant. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Gun control or whatever's on your mind. It's the Sunday edition live here on Free Talk Live. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.
It's Free Talk Live, the live Sunday edition of the program. As always, you can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. I want to say thank you to Save a Horse, who is a Free Talk Live silver amplifier. <laughs> Save a Horse is a supporter of Free Talk Live. For five bucks a month, that's all it costs to become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. If you like the message of this program, if you like the idea that we're talking about freedom, talking about liberty and peace and cryptocurrency, things that we discuss uh, throughout an entire week on over 200 radio stations, then you can help us out. You can support the show for five bucks a month, just like Save a Horse, over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's A-M-P, AMP dot freetalklive.com you will get some perks some bonuses uh, as a result of your amp and your amp will help us uh, advertise market and promote free talk live get on more radio stations around the u.s and beyond so thank you to save a horse and everybody else who amps the program over at amp.freetalklive.com let's go to your phone calls and thoughts and then there's a little bit more here from npr about this elizabeth warren and her tax the guns regulate the guns more regulations uh, plan that she's got here. We got uh, Pete first, though, in Virginia Beach listening to WNIS. Hello, Pete. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, good Pete. to speak to you again. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so, you know, my comments are just so common sense that it's mind-boggling to me that they even have to be said in a country as great as this that should have the best education system, et cetera. But how can we hold a gun manufacturer accountable for something that someone chose to do after they purchased it. We don't do the same for car manufacturers when someone decides to drive into a crowd of people and kill them. Or well, that will open a dangerous Pandora's box yeah. if they do, because then somebody will get it into their head that they should go after car manufacturers as well. I would tell you this, right now, uh, this sort of has already started on the Internet. There have been some very disturbing cases where people who've created websites have been held liable for the actions of their users on those websites. So a good example of this would be, of course, the Silk Road, uh, which was an underground marketplace where people sold and purchased drugs. They put the person who created that website in a prison cell for a double life sentence plus 40 years. Uh, then there was the Backpage.com uh, guys that went to, I believe they went to prison uh, in that particular case as well. And again, just because their users were using a platform that was created, they were held liable for it. So we've already gone, begun going down this very disturbing road of holding a creator of a thing liable for somebody else's usage of that thing. I think this is a very dark uh, time for uh, you know for the freedom to do business. Bars and bartenders would be another Back example. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah, look back at Prohibition when they you know, bootlegger, they didn't invent alcohol, they just manufactured it without, <laughs> you know, certain having to pay all the taxes to the government for having it FDA approved or whatnot. I mean it's just I you know, you said slippery path. I think we're already there. That's I don't, what I'm saying. You know, it depends on it depends on who gets elected as as far as how socialist and how much more freedom we will be giving up, but you know, I guess good luck to everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, really- you're you're right. It doesn't matter how many who gets elected, whether it's a Elizabeth Warren or or Donald Trump or whoever it ends up being, we're going to have less freedom when the next four years are are That's done. That's kind of their shtick. So yeah. vote accordingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not what is that? What did Brewster's Millions vote? None of the above or something. There you go. Pete, good call, man. Thanks right, for definitely. sharing tonight. I definitely appreciate it. Our toll free number is eight fifty five four fifty free. 
Uh, well, actually, we've got a co-host who just changed his name to nobody, and he is planning on running for office. So people will finally have a chance. Richie, would you vote uh, for none of the above or nobody or whatever? No. No. So you wouldn't, wouldn't even vote for nobody. That. I wouldn't even vote for nobody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's Part all of it, right. Here's the thing. Part of it is, like, I'm, I'm out of that system, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not on the You're not registered. I'm never registered. Um, and I don't... I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be. I don't even want them to know that I'm here. Uh, as much as possible. Do you have a driver's license? Uh, no. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You uh, free traveler. That's awesome. Whatever that's called. I whatever. love that. <laughs> Jail bait. <laughs> that's something else, Mark. Okay. Uh, that we, we talked about. That, we though. talked about that on Friday night <laughs> when we discussed uh, Cody Wilson taking a guilty plea out in Austin for having sex with a young lady who obviously knew what she was doing. Uh, but that's a whole other story. So going back to Elizabeth Warren, she's got a plan. She wants to hold gun manufacturers liable, and in some cases even holding gun industry CEOs personally liable. She also wants to raise taxes for gun manufacturers from 10% to 30% on guns and from 11% to 50% on ammunition. Because that won't get passed on to the consumers at all. I'm pretty sure that's the point of a tax. Yeah. Uh, additionally, Warren's plan calls for a hundred million annual investment into gun violent research. So this is the part that I think is most interesting. She's ready to give your tax money a hundred million dollars of it every year. It's an investment, Mark. She's just going to pay dividends into that's gun what research. Do and that's very interesting. However, the Center for Disease Control did a study, and I think it was in 1994, but it was certainly in the 90s. And in that study, they found that guns were used well more than a million times every year mm-hmm. to prevent crime. I've heard it's like two million times. Fine. Um, you know, call it two million times. Well more than a million times mm-hmm. in a year. Now, anybody who wants to talk about gun violence, gun deaths, or anything like that, the number million doesn't come up. Like, that's right. a big number so a million crimes per year committed or excuse me are prevented because of guns in the united states according to this old study from the 90s uh, by the -hmm. center for disease control so presuming that this is so now i haven't you know read this thing exhaustively but we've gone through it on the air so it exists what if this hundred million dollar investment over the course of say let's say it's three hundred million over the course of three years or four years, um, whatever in her presidency, results in the government saying because it said it once, turns out it's safer if everybody just carries a gun. Well, then they'll declare the results to be inconclusive. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've got to study this more until we get the result we want. That's uh, mm-hmm. how this is going to go. Is that. You're not gonna. They're not gonna study this unless studying it means finding out what they want to find out. Now, there's some interesting statistics when it comes to guns um, and making them illegal. Richie, you had something on uh, states. What, what, right. What, okay. I don't want to say it. I want you to say it. I pulled up some statistics just because uh, I'm from the state of Hawaii, uh, as you may know, mm. and and that's special. It's an island. Okay, and that could be what makes it special. Yep. Um, it's the, a lot easier to limit guns on an island than it is on a continent, and especially a continent that already has 600 million of them. And on that island, it has very, very restrictive gun laws. Like, you you can't do anything with it, hmm. <laughs> aside from, like, buy it, put it in its case, transport it to your house in its case, and then to the gun range. And that's that's, that's it. it. There's, there's, 
they have to have uh, carry licensure, mm-hmm. um, but you have to have like a special case approved by the chief of police, and wow. no one gets approved. How do they, like, they've got all kinds of feral hogs in Hawaii. How do they kill them? Uh, like big stick. Samoans just jump on them with a knife in their teeth? Uh, I had a friend who went bow hunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you can kill them that way. So I, I don't know. Right? I, I don't know, because I'm not... Uh, my my family owns firearms, but I didn't grow up with it, right? Mm-hmm. I went to the range like once or twice as a kid. Um, I fired a twenty two uh, in high school, uh, but I didn't I didn't grow up around it. It's not part of my existence there. But the the gun laws are very restrictive, and yet uh, it's one of the safest places to be as far as gun violence and gun deaths. So. Uh, this is from uh, the Kaiser Family Foundation. Is it possible that it's one of those uh, cultural changes, like that there's it's a different culture out there? Than Absolutely it could be. It doesn't yeah. sound like it from these numbers. Go ahead and read okay. them. So th- this, is, uh, this is from the Kaiser Family Foundation. Number of deaths due to injury by firearm per 100,000 population from 2017. This is the time frame. So Hawaii is the safest. Uh, 2.5 gun deaths per 100,000 of population. This includes suicides or accidental discharge and that kind of thing? Sure. Okay. I mean, it does, I, mean yeah. I don't know. This, it's, you can't get killed by a gun if there isn't a gun right. uh, to accidentally discharge, right? Mm-hmm. The national average is 12. Mm-hmm. So four or five right. times less but than the national average. What is uh, two, three, four, five? New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut. So these places all have pretty severe gun control. Which would lead one to believe that gun control is the answer to... to Gun deaths, sure, and and gun violence is is that what it says? Gun deaths, right? This is gun uh, number of deaths due to injury by firearms. Okay, all right. There's more on the way here. Uh, You can share your thoughts. We got more to dig into as well. It's free talk live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm, so feel free to get interactive over there generally with the different chat rooms. But if you want to call in, you'll sound really great on the Discord platform. Again, that's Discord. .lrn.fm. As we continue here, I do want to make sure that you know about uh, different ways that you can interact with Free Talk Live. We do have our Twitch channel and also the uh, DLive channel. So these are our uh, video versions of the show. You can go to dlive.lrn.fm to find the DLive channel or twitch.lrn.fm to watch us there. And we have crossed the 1,000 follower threshold on Twitch, so thank you uh, to everybody who has done that. Does twitch.freetalklive.com go to the same place? Probably. And does dlive.freetalklive? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I made those two. Uh, So anyway, yeah, you can go to either one of those. But using the LRN URL shorter. So that's why I get that one out. Shorter is usually better when it comes to URLs. I do wonder if people know what .fm even means sometimes. Yeah. I think of the logo, people don't really get it. Like a country code? Federated Micronesia is what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on here. Uh, we've been talking about statistics, actually. We, we got away from the Elizabeth Warren plan to lower gun violence by 80%. Um, Richie, you had some statistics about deaths related to firearms, right? Is that what it is? Number of deaths due to injury by firearm per 100,000 population, specifically. Right. So this could be a violent death. This could be somebody accidentally shooting themselves. 
this could be a purposeful shooting of oneself. All of those things would would qualify in um, the statistic. Hunting Probably. accident. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could dig deeper into the study. Yeah, well, that's but, what it means. I mean, okay. it's, if it's a firearm death, that's how they do these, uh, I, these But numbers. he's saying very specific things that I'm I don't know. I'm saying these are likely included. Right. If it's a firearm-related death, uh, that doesn't just mean it was somebody murdering another person. Right, and that's right. what it's intended to look like. So, um, and that's why they do that. So I would be much uh, more interested in knowing the statistics of gun deaths due to gun crimes mm-hmm. as opposed to gun deaths because to me um first off i consider it cleaning out the gene pool when somebody who is uh you know kills themselves with their own gun by accident okay all right i mean sorry it happened to your family but you know this is kind of how these things go um you knew that when you bought the gun that they kill people and that's what they're designed to do uh, now, which is why my wife is very opposed to having a firearm in the apartment or in the house I've heard statistics that, well, you you can't gu- die from a gun you don't have. Um, the other thing is is that hunting accidents are infrequent, but they do happen, and they wouldn't have happened if you didn't go hunting. I mean, you had a gun too, right? Yeah. Um, uh, suicide by gun? You know, it's tragic when it happens to your family, but that's a success, right? Like, the person who had the gun used it for what they wanted to use it for at that time. Okay. All right, so I do have the statistic I think that you're looking for here, Mark. This is from Wikipedia, uh, citing a list of U.S. states per capita, so per 100,000. Yep. They're looking at murder and non-negligent manslaughter rate. Okay. Uh, and so the numbers are from 2015. Now, that doesn't include, include cops. Probably not, because it's not murder when they do it. No. Right. Uh, Murder is a crime. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, according to the statistics here, actually, New Hampshire bests Hawaii in this chart. New Hampshire at 1.1. Ooh. Right. right. One po- hold on. I'm just hold kidding. On. I'm just New Hampshire at 1.1 <laughs> murder slash non negligent manslaughter yeah. per 100,000. Hawaii in at number two on the list. Right. At 1.3. Followed, when, followed by Vermont at one point six, and then you, Maine. When you look at the, when you look at the gun laws, though, mm-hmm. they're so diametrically opposed, completely different completely between New Hampshire and, and Hawaii. That there yep. must be more to it. Well, it's part. In part it has to be culture. It, well, it's not just culture. It's no? also being an island in the middle of the Pacific. I'll 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 give I'll grant both of those. I'm willing I don't to, know. you know, I'm willing to give a little bit of nudge to culture, but I mm-hmm. think largely, look, I've said it over and over again, is that. Great Britain had some success with this because they're an island and they can control what comes in and what goes out. It's a lot harder to bring in a boatload of guns. Yeah, but we bring in a boatload of firearms every, uh, not firearms, but fireworks every New Year's. To uh, Hawaii, Hawaii, even though they're illegal? Even though they're illegal. Yeah. Well, fireworks are more fun. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's just proof, right? They get it on the island. There's no doubt that you can get around those things. But it's it's not so easy. And one doesn't want to take the risk. The thing about uh, gun owners is you've got to, like, you're either squeaky clean or dirty, dirty rotten scoundrel sure. like one of the others uh when it comes in and when it comes down to this and the kind of people that are going to move guns are not the kind of people that you want to cross and it's probably not enough money for them you that know, could be true as well you know what, what how but am there I are gun them? shops there are gun shops in hawaii you, yeah you can buy it you, they're available for purchase it says here that there's a tremendous amount of gun ownership in hawaii there might be 45.1 percent that seems high to me in my experience, that seems high. 
I mean, they only say here that New Hampshire, now this is what's reported, yeah. right? So New Hampshire, you don't have to report anything to anybody. Okay. So it's probably going based on, I don't know what the, I, I have not looked far enough to see where they're, they're sourcing these numbers from, but New Hampshire only uh, at 14.4%. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if the local natives or whatever terminology one wishes to use for the Hawaiian uh, folks out there, that they're that they've got guns and they use them to for pests and varmints and stuff and that that backs up your culture argument Ian. Mm-hmm. yeah oh by the way i also did pull up the uh, not just firearm safety or not deaths but just general homicide rate so that was where i thought new hampshire was also at the top and it is uh new hampshire at 1.0 uh homicide rate per 100,000 population so there's just not a lot of violent acts that happen here that result in death, uh, period, in in New Hampshire. Below New Hampshire, you got North Dakota at 1.3. Actually, Vermont has uh, has gone up this chart. It used to be pretty pretty close to New Hampshire. Back in 2010, it was 1.0 for New Hampshire and 1.1 for Vermont. Vermont is now doubled to 2.2. Uh, so Vermont now twice as violent. Well, uh, Vermont's got, only got 600,000 people in it, so that was probably two people doing something. Well, this is, <laughs> it's per capita, right, per capita. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. There's some uh, statistics. Was there uh, more that we needed to pick apart on that, or did we? Uh, um, well, did we get I, that? you you kind of did it, but I, I have this from uh, U.S. News: uh, the best states for public safety. So the 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 safest measuring crime level in each state. Um, and according to this, uh, I think it's 2019. Um, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Idaho were the top five safest states. New, New Jersey? Jersey, number four. I don't know. Again, must you, be the rest of the Garden State. <laughs> it ain't Camden. Uh, <laughs> I will never go back to uh, North Bergen, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> had a harrowing experience there. Either way, either way, I just it's just uh, I want to say conflicting or opposing statistics as far as uh, gun related deaths versus actual safety. Right, Hawaii uh, low gun related deaths. Right, not not does not correlate necessarily to being a safe place to be. Um, you mentioned uh, you know earlier, Mark, uh, off air that. It, it the gun takes away the equalizing ability of of you know weaker, feebler, older yeah people to defend themselves. God against. made man, same cult made him equal. Exactly, and you you don't have that necessarily. That's, that's what's going on in Great Britain right now. Is is that uh, crimes are being committed with knives, but knives are the weapon of a bigger, stronger person because they can wield them. You know, Granny having a knife against this big chav, uh, you know, 250-pound chav, uh, you know, it's not going to do any good. Sure. The chav's British slang for, like, a scumbag, right? Yeah, I, got, I yeah. think that's what it is. I don't know. I probably said raise some racial slur. I don't even know. <laughs> no, it's British slang. Okay. And my dad would say it's easier to outrun a knife, or you know, than, than a gun. Right. So, right. Um, if, if you know they've got it, but... Unless they, the they person also is skilled that, in throwing the knife. Sure, but even that's not going to have the velocity of a bullet. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Don't throw knives. Um, <laughs> like unless said, they're you throwing have to be knives. skilled and, in throwing the knife. Otherwise, it has to be a throwing knife. Yeah. Okay. It has, yeah. To, has to land the right way. Yeah, axe throwing is the thing now. Almost. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's fun to throw axes. Sure. There's no doubt. But again, if you have a weapon, don't get it out of your hand. Uh, yeah. You know, use it if you're going to use it, uh, but don't throw it, for God's sake. <laughs> it's like. In the last samurai, Tom Hanks throws a samurai sword. Good lord! So you practice all that with the throwing knives, and then you just hang throwing. on to them in the fight. 
You don't use throwing <laughs> knives. <laughs> right. Uh, so 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. Uh, coming up, we've got a sad, sad day. I mean, we have been kind of broadcasting over the years the the failure of the print industry. And, you know, it's kind of funny to watch the newspapers fold up and, and go away and the, as they struggle to remain relevant in today's day and age of uh, digital delivery. Uh, but it is sad to see Mad Magazine closing oh. up shop after... 50 plus years. Decades, decades, decades. Cracked made the transition. Mad didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, More on the way here. Our toll-free number. Because Cracked was always like nowhere near the popularity of Mad Magazine back in the day when I was growing up. Uh, There's more on the way. You can share your thoughts. Whatever you want goes here on Free Talk Live. Business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know. You've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale, totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com Hey, it's Free Talk Live, launching into the third hour of this Live Sunday edition of the program. Coming up, Kim Jong-un has written another beautiful letter to Donald Trump. I'll tell you what this one was all about uh, on the way here. It's an international romance. And uh, and also Mad Magazine is closing its doors, apparently, after decades of existence as we will get into all that, your calls and thoughts are certainly welcome. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We've covered gun control. Elizabeth Warren, she's got a plan. We went through some of the points on that. And also, uh, people who don't bathe. You know, I did just find myself wondering, um, do the people who don't bathe and or those who don't use soap when they're showering... Do they use soap like when they've got dirty hands, you know, like before eating a meal or do do they just rub them underneath some hot water? Uh, The answer is they uh, they'll do a variety of things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in my case, I don't use soap on my body, just Mm -hmm. the sticky bits. And um, but I do use soap on my hands when I wash. But You weren't one of those people. I mean, you were kind of like halfway because right. there's some of them who just won't use soap at all. Right. I'm not uh, neurotic. Yeah. You've never seen a mechanic eat a sandwich? Just the whole handprint with grease on there? No, I've never seen no? that happen. Okay. Have you? Yeah. Really? I thought they mechanics, do that? I thought like mechanics wore rubber gloves. I thought they have Maybe the nowadays. Gojo, that orange Gojo stuff or whatever. Yeah, they did. I mean, the, it, it was it was a commercial that made fun of this because it's I actually see. a thing. Really? Right? Like, you know, you just... You're, you're working on whatever car you have, and wife brings you a little sandwich. You just pick up the sandwich and eat. And you got grease and whatever on the sandwich, and it helps build your immune system. <laughs> and yeah, my um, my my dad had a friend who had an auto body shop, and yeah, you 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 might rub it a little bit with the Gojo orange, uh-huh. but that that doesn't clean doesn't, everything. Yeah, it's sure. just like surface clean. So, uh, anyway, you want to... surface is what I want to clean. Comment. <laughs> well, you I mean, can. Still stuff in there. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. So, there were a bunch of reports on this one. I don't know if this is the best, but it's just, it's just to get the conversation started here from CNN. Once a cultural touchstone, Mad Magazine is halting the publication of new content and vanishing from newsstands. The seminal humor publication will no longer be available on newsstands after its August issue. According to a person familiar with the matter after that, 
Issues will only be available via comic book stores and subscriptions, the source said. However, that after this particular issue, uh, they will not be making new content. So they're going to continue to reprint previous material, but adding new covers to it. Uh, The magazine will continue to publish its end-of-the-year special books and special collections. For how long, though... Uh, I guess that would be to as be long determined. as they sell. Uh, yeah. Well, no, until the subscriptions expire. Is that right? As my understanding of this news is that once they run out of subscriptions to sell, mm. that's when the doors close. Right so, now, they got to fill all the subscriptions that are previously in place. So rather than give money back to the customers for right. the amount of months that they're not going to be publishing new content, they're going to give them a bunch of repackaged stuff. Right. Uh, I imagine some of them are not going to be happy about that that deal. I've already read uh, this Sergio Aragones com- comic. <laughs> Can you believe he's still alive? I I couldn't believe it. I think you told me. Yeah. I was surprised. He's still making uh, new content for them. Uh, people are still reading Spy versus or that looking, wasn't him. looking at Spy versus Spy too. So That wasn't his product. I know it's not. Okay. Who was that? Antonio Pro- Oh, I don't know who did Spy versus Spy. I don't know. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I anyway. liked it because I didn't have to read. <laughs> uh, I mean, did we all grow up with Mad Magazine? I know I did. Yeah, as a as a kid in the eighties and the nineties, I've seen them. Never really read them. Really Didn't have a subscription. I mean, it might have been like you know the friend brings one to school and you mm-hmm. look at his kind of a thing, but it wasn't really. I can't say I really read Mad Magazine at the ages that I was looking at Mad Magazine. It was more like, you know, read the comics in Mag- Mad Magazine. And yeah, it's mostly was, what it was, wasn't it? No, there was definitely like political commentary in okay. there. Satire. Political yeah, satire. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of yeah. satire. Yeah, I skipped but, over that crap, too. Right, I totally skipped over that. So I bet if I actually went back and, and read it as an adult, it would be a completely different uh, experience. Ex- experience. Yeah. It might be even funnier. I, you know, I don't know. My son's got one about. Uh, it's like a, like Star a newer Wars. one. It's not too old. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Star Wars special, and that's how why I think I think he went to the store with his grandmother, saw a Mad Magazine cover with sort of a Star Wars theme, and uh, like gotta I'm in it. right. Yeah. And you know, at our house, the rule is. If he wants, you know, we generally will buy a book if he wants it, and I think his. Uh, <laughs> His grandmother didn't quite understand where that might have line might have been been drawn, so she sends him back with this mad magazine, and he's just passionate about it. But he's he never loves gotten the mad another magazine. one. Oh, okay, interesting. He's just that one. He'll- now, that, that was something else they would satire is pop culture things, yeah. if I recall correctly. So, like, they probably did their own variant of Star Wars or something like that, which they must have done in the past at some point. Oh, too. yeah. See, and this is another weird thing about the article, right? It's it's a culturally iconic publication yeah. that's basically going out of business because it doesn't have a, a sustained customer base. It's going out of business for the same reason, I presume. I mean, I haven't gotten to the, any details on what they have to say about it, but I presume it's going out because of the same reason All a bunch of other magazines yeah. have gone under. It's just people don't buy these things anymore. They uh, Everything's online. Right. Yeah, but here's what I don't understand is, is that that... So us talking about it, the very fact that we took the time to talk about it on the web comics all over the internet stopped today. Like a dozen web comics stopped this week on the internet. Okay, and we're not talking about them because they don't have the impact. They don't have the impact. That name, Mad Magazine, has value. Sure, it does. Why would Why they not sell shut it? their doors? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just sell the company for whatever it's worth? Well, part part of that is it's. I think it's a DC property now. Okay. It, it has been sold, mm. okay. and now mm. the the conglomerate organization is deciding what's worth. It's parsing it's, out what's worth something right. and what's not. I believe so. Okay, that makes sense to me. 
The revered satirical publication was founded in 1952 as a comic book in 1955. So it's this is like as old as my parents are, basically. Yeah. In 1955, it switched to a magazine format. Former Mad editor Ali Gertz, who resigned last month, lamented that there will be no longer any new content after issue number 10. Quote, Mad is an institution with such a rich history. Uh, the editor tweeted, it informed just about every comedian and writer that you and I probably look up to. Weird Al Yankovic, who became Mad's first guest editor in 2015, also expressed sorrow on social media, writing, quote, I'm profoundly sad to hear that after 67 years, Mad Magazine is ceasing publication. He said, I can't begin to describe the impact it had on me as a young kid. It's pretty much the reason I turned out weird. Goodbye. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? Like, you know, he says goodbye to one of the all-time greatest American institutions. Hashtag thanks, Matt. I mean, how many people did their style of comedy have an influence on? It's I would countless. Say that, yeah, I would say it's countless. Yeah. Absolutely. The, you know, but it's, this is the, the problem with being a dead tree publication at this point. Comics are facing the same thing. Marvel is created Marvel Unlimited. And I'm sure DC has some competitor. What does uh, that mean, Unlimited? So Marvel Unlimited is their online publication thing. It's a subscription service? Where you can get all the new comics Mm -hmm. and... I mean, I don't, I don't have a number to spit out. This is but like the Netflix of comics, where you just pay a fee and then you get access to all of them. Some large percentage of all the Marvel comics ever made is available. So it goes back in history. Yes. Wow. As I understand it, you can read every Avengers wow. on there. Um, wow. And that would Superman number one. I can tell you this: when I was twelve years old, I bought Avengers two thirty. Oh. <laughs> 232 or something like that 233 and so if they kept publishing if they had kept publishing every month after that you can start doing the math i'm 48 now uh-huh. and that was when i was 12 so um and how much per month are they charging for this archival and brand new it's 60 dollars a year i think wow that's, that's really not, cheap yeah, it's cheap yeah. but think about this for a second They're you go to all the middlemen you too. go to comic boom over mm-hmm. here in in keen new hampshire and yep. you buy a brand new comic it's going to be two bucks for brand that brand new yeah, I thought comics were like five bucks now, but I don't know. I've... Well, some of them are. Okay, so they're still selling as cheap as two, brand new. Yeah, I would say two is still a pretty good deal. Yeah, it seems yeah. unusually cheap. I mean, then again, I don't know what the business you're getting is. much better paper than you used to get. Uh-huh. But um, you know, for a kid who used to pay fifty cents for a comic, no, I don't consider that a good deal. Okay, <laughs> um, Fair. sorry. Yeah, but you know, they've got some of them gotten thinner. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the ads aren't there like they used to be. So they don't have that subsidy that in that way. So they figured out a way to pivot to the digital age, Mar- Marvel, it sounds like. Um, but Mad Magazine, they are, you know, they're not saying they're closing their doors just yet, but this sure does seem like that's the, uh, the next step. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Apparently, DC did not immediately respond to a request for comment uh, by CNN. There's more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Is Mad Magazine closing down entirely? Well, according to the, uh, the different reports out there, it looks like it will be, quote, effectively shutting down, at least according to Rolling Stone's uh, version of the story here where they're going to pull 
this, uh, the product from newsstands. You will no longer be able to... What few newsstands still remain, Right. Uh, you, you will no longer be able to find Mad I Magazine. find that a tragedy. Wait, where's the look, where, where's, where's the, the newsstand? Lo- where's your nearest newsstand? Barnes & Noble. <laughs> they shut down, didn't they? I think they said And it was Borders. It was yeah. Borders that closed, right? Right. Oh, I, there isn't a Barnes & Noble in the town in which I live. There used to be a Borders here, though. They're gone now. Oh, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. Well, the whole chain closed. Well... Uh, and and well, Barnes and Noble didn't snap up the uh, the mall. They space. sure didn't. <laughs> uh, it was because the same. The same uh, shopping center also lost to Circuit City shortly uh, before that as well. So, right, I mean, they these took are, a hit. These are signs of the times. Uh, that's for sure. If you want to join us here, the toll free number is eight fifty five four fifty free. They also lost a Blockbuster. Tragic. Not from the same shopping. Yes, they center. did. That was that one right. Yeah, no, in Keene, the just across no. there. Then um, it's in. There was one in Keene, and there isn't now. There's it was on one Key Road. No, the blockbuster was right out here by the studio, not far. Okay, is that one last blockbuster still open? Do you know the in, one in Alaska? Uh, Bend, Oregon? No, yeah. the Alaska one's closed. There's okay. only one left, and as of earlier this year, it still was in open? it was okay. in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> uh, if I had my computer open, I'd look and see what's happening with MySpace. <laughs> So this is all brought to you by local.bitcoin.com. They are definitely open, and you can go there right now and buy and sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods. Some of them are riskier than others, so keep that in mind uh, as you get into it. Uh, visit local.bitcoin.com. Now, of course, if you're buying from somebody that's got some reputation, that's not as risky as buying from somebody that doesn't have any reputation whatsoever. So you can keep that in mind, too. In fact, uh, Aria, who's our Monday night co-host, uh, Nobody, who is another co-host of ours, they're both active uh, sellers on the site. I've got some uh, some ads up there, too. Go to local.bitcoin.com, and you can get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Important to note, local.bitcoin.com respects your privacy. There's no ID requirement to sign up for the site. And they actually encrypt the communications between buyers and sellers. So there's important differences between their site and some other sites that try to do what they do. Yeah, the other thing about this is that purchase is a smart contract. Now, that's right. Uh, somebody may scam you because they scammed you, but they wouldn't be able to scam the, say, the local uh, .bitcoin.com folks. Well, one thing's for sure. They can't scam you if uh, if you're buying, let's say, and you pay attention. You have to make sure that the seller puts the coin into escrow before you pay them. Because once the coin's in escrow, as long as you can prove you made the payment, the dispute resolution will resolve in your favor. Uh, but one of the scam attempts that you'll come across is somebody I, – I did this today. I tried to buy from somebody uh, using PayPal on there, and they're like, here's my PayPal address. Send it on. And I said – Yeah, sure. As soon as you put the coin into escrow, I'm happy to send it to you. Never got a response from the person. Mm. So they're just hoping that you'll go ahead and send, you know, the money to them before they put the coin in the escrow because then they have nothing at risk and they can just walk away. And they will. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So do your due diligence either way. You got to pay attention uh, when you're when you're doing this stuff. Local.bitcoin.com. All right, so uh, let's continue here. We got Makona on the line. Makona five twelve is on our Discord server. Go ahead. Hello. Um, I wanted to comment on actually previous topics. I just changed sure. subjects on this, but basically, it has to do with the gun stats and I why I feel it's misleading when someone's only focuses on gun deaths because that's typically used of people who are pushing gun control to yes. actually obfuscate. What's going on? Right. I don't know what the numbers are, um, but there's like seven times as many gun deaths as there are gun homicides, right? Yes, but it's not just that. It's um, 
like one thing that they'll usually do is compare they won't compare like a state or country longitudinally so for example they won't compare the stats before and after a specific gun law went into effect but mm. typically what happens like when you look at those longitudinal studies like for example crime preventive research center does a, a bunch of them you'll see that once they pass like a really strict gun law that basically only serves to really disarm the law-abiding people what happens is violent crime typically skyrockets including murders so you get more murders so and overall the gun deaths will go down but then more people are actually dying more people being victimized more homes are being broken into and just more violent crime in general so no one's actually safer they're actually mm. less safe but they now have a number that they can promote saying hey we passed this gun control law and now the crime rate has the gun crime has dropped but really the only thing that's really dropped was the suicides when the people who are suicidal just move on to something else. Right. Now they're taking pills, sucking on. Uh, but people then have a something. more difficult time owning a gun at all to legally defend themselves from crime. And so therefore crime rates can go up because of that. Yes. Yeah, like, for example, like in Hawaii, like they actually passed like a number of really strict gun laws to a point where and they had a period of years where not a single permit was issued. Basically, no one could qualify. Wow. It got to such a bad state that um, they actually took it to court, which they're under the Ninth Circuit jurisdiction, and even the Ninth Circuit cited against Hawaii and said that, like, yeah, they went too far. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's and many states out there period. that basically only offer, uh, you know, licenses to uh, security guards, cops, and, uh, you know, military. New York's you know, one of those places. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. So, I mean, they might as well be not offering it to citizenship. Yeah, basically in New York City, um, you can get a permit, but you can only get like a premise permit. And oh, that yeah. usually like, I like, mean, it took about like, like a little over a year to get one. Oh, wow. Meaning but, that you can't take it out of your house kind of thing? Yes, you can't take it out of your house. Can you even like transport it to a, to a uh, shooting range in some legal way or no? Um, You can. It's like, how do you move? But then it's under like a guilty until proven innocent kind of system. Like if you get caught with it. You got to prove that you are somehow going to a range. Mm. Unloaded, locked in a case, locked in the trunk of your vehicle during transport. People uh, in New York yeah, City. Yeah, that's a requirement, trunks. and then you yeah. got all time proof of that. Yeah. So, wait, how do you move from one house to another or one apartment to another? Just kind of got to roll the dice and hope that you can get not pulled over while that's happening? Pretty much. They're actually or do you trying have to the right to bring it from one now. premise to it's another premise? Yeah, you're basically not allowed to like they're actually taking that to the supreme court wow because of how restrictive that is to the new york supreme court or the new uh the, um, the u.s the federal supreme okay. court like nice. supreme court of the u.s be shall not because be infringed ladies and gentlemen these shall poor, not be infringed these poor new york gun owners man all if they gotta do true <laughs> yeah it's all amazing they, all they gotta do is move you know a couple hours to the uh, the east and then all their gun problems would be solved yeah. but no they want to fight all the way to the supreme court because they just love new york that much well, uh, if you live in New York City, a lot of times you can't do the work you That's do true. Uh, remotely or whatever. I mean, you know, if you're working in the garment district or you're uh, on Madison yeah. Ave or something like that, what are you going to do? Or working at Mad Magazine. Hey, thanks, Makona. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, of course, they're not in. They're not there anymore, right? Didn't you say they moved offices? Mad yeah, Magazine. Yeah, Mad Magazine. I think moved to Los Angeles uh, within the last couple of years. So a little bit more about the beginning of the end for Mad Magazine. Some would argue the beginning of the end was actually when they cut back 
uh, to every other month publication mm. rather than doing it once a month. 855 450 free like freedom or when they started accepting advertising. Apparently that was something they started in the early aughts. Uh, previously was uh, subscriptions uh, focused only. More coming up. Is spreading the message of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace around the globe worth $2 per month to you? As you may already know, in addition to our internet feed, LRN.FM broadcasts on free-to-air satellite across North and Central America, as well as Sub-Saharan Africa. And we've been available on satellite for free 24-7 since 2010. The LRN.FM free-to-air satellite signal is reaching some of the most oppressive regimes in the world, and there's no doubt our ideas are making an impact. You can learn more about the channel's impact by watching the three-minute video at fund.lrn.fm. If you'd like to help free minds globally with our ideas of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace, you can donate as little as $2 per month via fund.lrn.fm. You can help us continue and expand our satellite broadcast to multiple continents. Visit fund.lrn.fm today, and thank you for your help. Don't forget to share the link on social media. That's fund.lrn.fm. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want here. We've been talking about uh, the cultural death of uh, Mad Magazine. A big influence on a lot of people in the in the uh, Generation X and maybe even the Boomers, I guess, right? Uh, in their generations. It started back in the early 1950s as a comic book, became a magazine in 1955, and now... Uh, they're basically winding the thing down, it seems like. It's they're gonna... too offensive for this generation. Yeah, you, you've got to be as old <laughs> as... Uh, you've got to be as old as my mother to really sort of hate to, Mad Magazine. To not know or to dislike Mad Magazine. She disliked it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we can share more about that with you. Also, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. We do have a forum for Free Talk Live listeners where you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. It's free. Go to forum.freetalklive.com. That's forum.freetalklive.com. Let's go to Scott. He's in Missouri, listening in Hannibal to KHMO. Hello, Scott. Hey, um, when you guys were talking earlier about uh, being unwashed, yeah. I, have some, uh, I have some case scenarios for that. All right. Okay, well, so I spent 13 years in the Army Infantry, right? And uh, so one day I got up. Put on my, you know, took a shower, shaved, brushed my teeth, put on my clothes, and went to work. I went to the woods, and 13 days later, I came out of the woods the same way. I didn't take off. I never took off a piece of clothing. I never did anything to my mouth or washed. And when I got in the car with my wife, she said, I smell like a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't a compliment then. No, and I don't think my wife has ever saw a Yeti before, but that was kind of <laughs> what I did. You smell like days, a leprous you know? yak. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, hold on here. I get that the infantry sleeps in holes, and uh, you know, obviously, you guys have to go out for days on end into the woods because sometimes that's where fighting goes on. But and traditionally, that's where fighting's going on. But what about a toothbrush? I mean, surely they give you some kind of pack for a toothbrush. I mean, the value of brushing your teeth, like, you don't need toothpaste to make toothbrushing valuable. You can get the crud off your teeth with just a toothbrush. They don't oh, you're it? absolutely right. You're, no, you're absolutely right. No, and nothing against the establishment. This was my bad. I mean, okay. the establishment enforces that you carry your toothbrush, your toothpaste, your razor, your shaving cream, an extra change of clothes. 
like a dozen pair of socks, mm-hmm. but I was just like 18, 19 years old. I didn't care. You okay. know? And I just like, well, I just, you know, when you, when you work, you know, 20 hours a day, you don't want to spend your four hours of sleep time. Yep. Um, you know, hygiene time, yep. you know, you just, right. just go to sleep. You just around a bunch of other guys head. anyway. So, you know, In yeah, right. Who's and, and yeah, you, you, you really go nose blind because you don't even smell the other people. Right. Oh, I'm that, sure you do. So yeah, yeah. The, but the enemy so can find what? you just by the way you stink. <laughs> just don't yeah. be downwind. Well, hopefully well, they stink the same way. But what if you live in like a commune where no one bathes, or like you know a co-op where they just like you know they all poop in buckets? So you kind of go nose blind, so no one smells. So you don't really have an offensive thing to another person. Well, now just to be in clear, you were in the same set of clothes for 13 days. The people that we're talking about. Earlier, just for listeners just tuning in, we had this in our first hour-long discussion about people It's a great who, story, by the way. Yeah, people who, <laughs> uh, who don't use soap. That was sort of the focus of the story. So many of them do step into the shower. They do have hot water. They may the scrub, scrub uh, but they're not using soap, which is completely different. Presumably, they're putting on fresh clothes after that and laundering their clothes. Um, maybe they're not. Maybe. Yeah, whether maybe. or not they're using soap in their laundry, in their uh, clothes laundry is another sure question. That. Uh, but uh, you, Scott, had the same set of clothes on for 13 days were sweating in those same that same set of clothes that is one of the reasons why you would be much more <laughs> offensive i think than these uh these other people well know. and even going oh, back I- to the article part of it was the ammonia and on the the microbiome mm-hmm. whatever that, that the content of that on the skin so even the guy in the article wasn't able to like remove the smell without using products hmm. and that's why he created the 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 natural product uh to help with the smell gotcha so cleanliness and smell uh, or not necessarily hand in hand, even in the article. Scott, anything else you want to share about your experience? Well, that brings me to my second story. So then, uh, years later, I retired out of the army, and and uh, my wife starts her own business, and I wound up working at home a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So when you don't go to, and we're nine miles away from a town, you know, so you're working at home, you know, do you need to shower? Do you need, you know, obviously brushing the teeth—that's a big deal because yep. those those mistakes cost me with uh, gum, uh, you know, receding. Uh. So anyway, but <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so if you, like you said, a fresh set of clothing, you know, you, you live in a normal house, you just, you know, but when you get up and go to work, you're going to be working in that same house. So I did know underwear that probably. If, no, 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 no. We oh. had to deal with people. But, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I did notice that overuse because I thought, well, you know, I didn't take a shower today. I have to see someone. So I better put on more deodorant. Um, the alum or uh, not the other uh, antiperspirant, the aluminum and the antiperspirant would put black stains in your cloth of your shirt. Huh. So wow. if you overuse, in, in, you know, in, 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 instead of just normal use, and you know, and I found the same thing. If you scrub with water, you do quite well. You know, even if you don't. And so if you overuse a product, you do a disservice to yourself. Or mm-hmm. if you don't wash it all, right? Obviously, we talked about that. But yeah, just if you see something muddy on you wipe it off with water and you know uh you and wash your clothes you know and i've heard bad things about antiperspirant versus deodorant uh because there's like just more bad chemicals or something in the uh the antiperspirant like why would you want to stop yourself from perspiring I've heard uh, all that. I yeah. did at one point do that, uh, you know, the salt thing that you rub up underneath your armpit to kill the bacteria. Are you familiar with no. this? Okay, well, they, there's this natural thing out there that uh, you can use instead of uh, deodorant, which mm-hmm. is basically a salt block <laughs> that you uh, rub up underneath your armpits. And it makes for an atmosphere that is not hospitable to those particular uh, bacteria or whatever. They come back. 
mm-hmm. but um, more or less, you're still if you did you basically have to do that twice a day, and you know there's no blocking of the sweat. I did that for a few years and then decided, meh, I like my antiperspirant, so I went back. Mm-hmm. And do you still use antiperspirant today? I use t- antiperspirant today. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Scott, well, the thing is, I, I think if you uh, if you if you apply it and then you shower and remove it and then reapply, you never get like a stain level, you know. But if you just apply it in, in, in lieu of showering, you yeah. could like really put some black stains in your clothes. Thanks okay. for the uh, the heads up and uh, sharing your experience with us tonight, Scott. I appreciate it. Uh, the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. David is in New Mexico listening via the TuneIn app. Go ahead, David. Actually, on, uh, on KENN, Ken out of uh, Farmington, Four Corners, New Mexico. Oh, you're listening on KENN. Excellent. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I have talked to a number of horses after they have rolled in the dirt. They didn't even know what microbes were. <laughs> of course. Did you ask Mr. And, Ed? Uh, <laughs> he might be able to tell you. No, no, it was, it was a cousin of Ed. So Ed actually had passed on, but it was a cousin. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got, David? Uh, the cop thing. But oh, I'm, uh, since you're on that subject the uh, with the pits thing, I have noticed that in support of what that guy was saying that if you uh, like you wake up in the morning, you shot, you shower the day before using soap, including the pits, you wake up in the morning, uh, somewhere around noon, you haven't hit the shower yet. You start to smell a little bit. Uh, you take a shower. It takes care of it for another day. But if you don't get a chance to shower, I noticed that a few hours later, the smell starts to go away, uh, supporting the argument that the, bad bacteria are causing the scent and then a few hours later the good bacteria are are battling back the bad bacteria but how do you get the good them. bacteria back if you've washed it away don't you have to use some kind of product I, no I, well it might be different for the dude that uh, said he his his wouldn't come back but uh, mine seems to come back on a daily basis the good mm-hmm. bacteria a few hours later you, you wash a strong it off biome and, hmm. Yeah, I roll around in the dirt with the horses. Uh, Speaking of dirt, day. you got a dirty cop story for us, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a good. This is, and this one's worth looking up because there's a very fun picture to look at. Oh. If you, it's a K, it's a KRQE uh, television story um, that you can find on the internet. And it, uh, well, let me look at it right here. It says uh, the headline is uh, the headline is so you can find it when you do your search. Uh, former, no, it's not coming up, so I'll fake it. It's coming up slowly. Former uh, chief of police of Hagerman, former police chief, comma, four others accused of sexually exploiting Chavez oh, County. Oh, boy. Police. Hang on. And it's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. Enough time for you. We'll dial in right now. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. It's 855-450-3733. Whether you want to comment on hygiene or the beginning of the end for Mad Magazine. It's kind of like the end of the end at this point. Yeah, pretty much. That's the way it's looking. It's not good. The death Uh, rattle. Yeah. Toll-free number tonight is 855-450-FREE. And uh, don't forget about the Free Talk Live AMP program. I do want to say thank you to Libertariat 
who is a Free Talk Live Platinum Amplifier, meaning Libertariat contributes way above uh, what we request. We only ask 5 bucks a month. He's doing $25 a month at least thank you, uh, to be a plat- Platinum. So thank you for that over at amp.freetalklive.com. That is uh, the AMP program, advertise, market, and promote. It's a way to help support what we do here on Free Talk Live. It's amp.freetalklive.com. As we go back to David in New Mexico, you've got a story about another corrupt police chief. Tell me about it, David. What happened? Yeah, once the corrupt is right, once again, under the heading that uh, the the uh, special agent in charge of the New Mexico region, FBI, says that New Mexico is the most corrupt state in the nation, and uh, they prove it on a regular basis. And, uh, and once again, this is... Uh, uh, payback to the state of New Mexico. Those of you listening through KENN for the uh, state of New Mexico illegally trafficking my children, I proved it with a unanimous decision at your New Mexico Court of Appeals in case you want to doubt me. But anyway, this guy uh, is a, uh, his name is Cassius Mason, goes by Cass. He's uh, 66, the former chief of police of Hagerman. His mama named him uh, Cassius. His name Cassius. Cassius. Yeah. Yep. And uh, this is uh, it's a white guy, in by New the Mexico. Way. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, that's the quote from, I can't remember what it, what it was. It Coming to America, where okay. Eddie Murphy did that? They were talking about Cassius Clay, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. And this is in, uh, this is in uh, as they pronounce it, New Mexico, uh, Chavez County. And uh, it's a, the dateline comes out of, our, uh, it's in New Mexico, they say Rosal. Rosal, not Roswell, but Rosal. Hmm. And... Uh, what this guy did, oh and, there, oh, and like I said, this thing is worth looking up because there's a photograph of the five mugshots of the five dudes that that uh, had some uh, interaction with this girl who was 15. So hold on, Once this wasn't again, just they, the police I, chief, this was other officers in the department and the police chief? So this was like a conspiracy to molest a teenager? Oh, I don't... Well, there seems like there's something, uh, yes and no, it seems like there's something going on because there's five dudes that all had something with her. Uh, one is a police chief, a former police chief. Mm-hmm. Another one is a former, or current or former, I think former school custodian uh, wow. that may have met her at, at the school. And the other three dudes are just civilians. Hmm. Um, but the, 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 the thing that's worth pulling up about the article, that KRQE article, is that uh, there's two articles. One of them has the mug shots. There's five mugshots, and the guy in the in the middle of the composite mugshot, he's he, that the day that he took his mugshot, he's wearing a T-shirt that has some words on it. The only one you can read is the one that says across his chest, "Busted." Busted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see that here. All right. So yeah, what? what so, anyway, so what is the accusation here against the police chief? The police chief uh, arranged uh, to uh, give one of his cell phones to the 15-year-old girl. Once again, she's old enough to have sex, just not legally with him mm-hmm. since he's 66. And, uh, and he's a police chief, uh, retired, so he knows better. He gave the girl a cell phone, and then they had sexual back and forth until her mom found the phone. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh, yep. <laughs> so, anyhow. Wow. Yeah, I do have the story pulled up here. It's relatively short. They don't give you a whole lot of information. Uh, but, David, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. And he has uh, been sentenced at this point. Uh, he's now 68 years old. Cassius Mason sentenced on Monday after uh, this was last week uh, after the former Hagerman police chief pleaded no contest to child solicitation by electronic device. 
they let's see here. According to the sentence, it appears to have been a six-year prison sentence, but it was suspended. So uh, no time. Well, that's pretty the- nice because he doesn't want to have to go do that. Yeah. So David calls in quite frequently about uh, corrupt politics or corrupt police oh, in yes. Mexico. But every time he calls in, they seem to be doing something positive to solve that problem. Right? It's well, like someone got busted. Someone's doing this. You only they, find out about these stories when something happens, right? Okay. Like if the if the police chief had given her a cell phone and mom hadn't caught it, then who knows where that would have led. But if nothing had been said to mother or mother hadn't found out about it, it probably would have been, uh, you know, he would have gotten yeah. away with it. So what we what you will find is is that there's this sort of professional courtesy, especially for a variety so for a variety of crimes. A lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times, police will give police a pass for say drunk driving mm-hmm. sure. certainly for tickets and that kind of thing i can tell you as a firefighter having that helmet sit in the back of uh, a back seat of my car huh it really doesn't seem to be a problem as far as getting tickets uh for, for a long time just don't jump out of the car and tell the cop to run your plates because that's that doesn't go over real well if you're a judge yeah, that well, uh, there's every once in a while you'll find a good story where the, some judge or politician steps over, and at that point, you're 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 what they're doing is they're trying to flex on the cop. The cop understands it's their prerogative one way or the other. But when these people act like they want to flex on them, then the cop's gonna you know, and by flex I mean flexing their political muscle or whatever. The cop's not scared. He's got nothing to lose by running the president of the United States or whomever in on a ticket. So, you know, don't don't pretend like you're in charge in a situation where you're not, is what I would say. But all cops dislike sex crimes. Okay. And so it doesn't the the more that's the much more likely that you're going to get run up the the flagpole if you're doing something with a 15 year old these people have girls you know and they don't like the idea of some 66 year old dude propositioning their 15 year old daughter so they don't they figure they don't like the idea of them doing somebody else's thank you uh david for the call tonight here let's go to a different david this one is in san francisco david you're on free talk live hello oh yeah howdy yes sir you know um a bunch of different things are going on at once, and I, I think I've told you before that I, I believe that uh, Trump has organized crime and that uh, his motivations are not political. His motivations are uh, criminal. And, uh, you know, he acts as a hired gun in some certain cases. So, say, for example, these raids down in Mississippi, uh, you know, the 650 people, well, it turns out that they were really trying to bust a union. Right. So that. So who's been raided? Uh, there was a immigration raid. Yeah, immigration raid that uh, picked up over six hundred people. Oh my! In Mississippi, but then let over half of them go afterwards. Good. They Just, should let them all go. Well, and so the point was was uh, these were three or I'm trying to think it was three or four different packing plants, and uh, uh, one of them actually is named Coke, but apparently it's not owned by the Cokes. Now, I can't imagine the Koch family not suing to have control of that name, but uh, I'm surprised at that one. But that's kind of beside the point. Koch's kind of a common name. Well, one of these packing plants had uh, had just gone union. They won a a great uh, lawsuit because the company was like Mississippi, just a creepy uh, using cops and spies and and, uh, intimidation to make sure that nobody can become union. And uh, so they 
they lost, the company lost a huge legal settlement uh, and had to pay back the people that they had intimidated and strong-armed and whatnot. And so, bam, all of a sudden, the raid happens, trying to wipe out the membership. So the wait, Indians. are you suggesting that this company actually wanted to be raided? Yeah, they dropped a dime on themselves. You know, it's actually famous uh, up in, um, let's see, there's Foster Farms. To bust the union. Ian looks confused. To bust no, the I understand yeah. what he's claiming. I'm not confused about okay. what he's claiming, but that would also bust their business up pretty bad because no, if you lose half of your you employees, huh? No administration of that company got arrested, yet they had enough uh, cops to take away 650 people. And apparently, you know, I, I've worked in theater management, right, theater planning. And so, you know, you got a backstage to take care of and the loading in equipment and the audience control and all sorts of different functions. They raid 600, actually, I think 680 people or something. They had no plans for kids. They had no plans. But they, all of the management of ICE for an operation is one of the biggest in the history of America. And they had no plans for anything. That well, that's was. typical government. I mean, they just suck at everything they do. They don't. They're not any good but at taking care of Trump. people. They're not. It, they were doing raids under Obama. Okay, so this yeah, hasn't changed. You got to look at Trump as being a slumlord. They're all and the Trump, same, dude. Trump's no different no, from not. Obama. Yeah, I know you no, have your not. beliefs don't about that. About well, you can keep saying no, they're not. No, they're not over and over again. But they both are in charge of the largest criminal organization on the planet. It's the U.S. federal government. There are certainly plenty of raids going on under Obama. Yeah, and they will use the... it for political purposes. That's for sure. But I don't see how taking out half of an entire workforce is going to stop a union. Short they unionized, term. and in most places, you're forced to be in the union. So that means the remaining half are probably still in that union, and now they're just having to work twice as hard. Uh, there's more coming up here uh, tomorrow night. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. We'll see you then. Some of you asked, and now we've delivered. LRN.FM's live Keene, New Hampshire studio shows are now streamed in HD on Twitch. Visit our channel at twitch.lrn.fm and give it a follow. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscription on Twitch. If you use it on our channel, Twitch will give LRN.FM a monthly piece of your Prime subscription cost. So please watch, follow, share, and subscribe to twitch.lrn.fm. That's twitch.lrn.fm.